Welcome to the podcast, everyone. We are so excited today. We are talking about types and having like a type when dating. Um, so yeah, we're super excited about this episode to kick us off. We are going back to doing working through the 36 questions to love from the New York times list. We did forget it last week, but you know what? We're hopping back on the trend. So Emma, would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way? Great question. I would like to be famous, but I would like to be famous for writing a book or like owning a business. I wouldn't want to be like social media famous or maybe, maybe like old movie star famous. I would like appreciate being like an Emma Watson. Oh, classic. Like she makes famous classy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like famous, but not like overly famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that answer. I a hundred percent would like to be famous and you know what? I'm going to shamelessly plug it. I have a TikTok blowing up right now. And that's the type of famous I would like to be where it's like funny situational. So like not necessarily like TikTok, but like my dream, and I've said this for years is to have a TV show about my life because crazy things happen all the time. And I'm like, this needs to be like a new girl style. Wait, TV show about my life, a reality show, like not a reality or you would have someone I would have someone act out my life and like it would obviously like be scripted and everything I feel like like about better though if it was a reality show starring you because the reason why it's so funny is because it is you here's the thing yes yes no here's what okay I've thought about this one if there was a celebrity that was going to play me I would want Lily Reinhardt to play me because I feel like she could play me well and I feel like she can really act out the range of human emotions well and would have that like awkwardness that gets me into most of my situations she does yes but I would really love to like act as me once the reality or once the tv show gets the point that it would be like my age you know what I mean yeah but there's so much leading up to that obviously like I couldn't act as like an eight-year-old you know what I mean right right that makes probably won't start that early but you know you get the gist of it but if that wasn't it because I honestly like comedy is my thing okay it is so that's like like situational comedy. Like I like telling my funny <laughs> stories. Yes. So that's what I would want to be famous for. But low key, if I could act, I would love to be an actress. Mm. I didn't know that about you. We actually talked about this earlier this week. So you did know this about me, but. Okay. I've had a long week. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Cause I told you I was in a short film and oh, you were like, yeah, that's, what? Right. Yes. that's right. That's right. Yeah. I just love theater kids. Okay. Anyway, on to the topic of having types. Now, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, basically it comes down to like having like a type of person that you're like attracted to. And like most people say they have a type when dating. Um, I clarify this because before the episode, Emma was having trouble, was having trouble understanding what I was saying about types, but we're talking about the types when dating. (laughs) Yes. So Lydia, should we talk about our types or why we have types? Let's talk about our types. I'm curious. Emma, you go first. I mean, I think, you know, my type like historically has been very extroverted, charming men. Um, not, not really like F boys. Like I've never been with an Okay. All right. Take that back. Take that back. I think we've all been (laughs) with an F boy at some point in our lives. And so there was one there, but, but normally I go for like, I don't know, 
just the really, first of all, they have to be smart. Mm -hmm. Um, just very charming, like funny. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Maybe not an F boy, but a player. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So I think for me, it's more of like a challenge to like, Ooh, that is a good definition of a type. Yeah. I I nailed that on the head. I like the challenge. Um, I think that's my, that's my type. Obviously we've all had like things that are relationships that don't really fit our type at some point. So I've had like those that don't exactly fit the type, but on average, they've all what been self-aware sure. queen. I am very self-aware. I love that you said the challenge. I love that. Yeah. Dang. That's, that's a really good, I'll say like realization in a type. Here's my thing with types. I used to have a type like to a T, but like I wasn't necessarily attracted to them like in this, okay, I'm just going to explain this a little bit more before I start talking. Basically my old type of guys that I would date was stocky and cocky. That is how I (laughs) say this because they were like, definitely like full of themselves, like very like overly confident, like too cool for school, whatever. But then their like physical body type was kind of like a tiny wrestler man. That's so like very stocky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my and like not overweight but just like very like built out you know what I mean but like small we love our short kings and but here's the thing I was never physically attracted to them but like that's always the type I had and so I was like I wonder if I attract that type of guy or wait or like wait you attract them but you're not attracted to them yes but my type has never like, other than like that, like weird period of time where like I was getting all these guys that looked exactly like that, which was like odd. Yeah. My type has always been more of a personality thing than a physical, like looking thing. So I've dated like a really weird variety of guys, like look wise, but it's more of like a personality. And this is where I think the cockiness came in as I was more attracted to the cockiness of it. I would say like guys who take themselves too seriously, but don't take anything serious, you know? And we're honestly kind of borderline like a a blank holes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we're to psychoanalyze types, why is it like, why do we go for certain types of guys? Like, what does that say about us? And then we'll flip it. And then we'll say, why do you specific like guys are attracted to us? What does that also say about us? Oh, are you talking about like personal or just in general? Um, We can go personal and then general. I think mine is kind of like a combination of a lot of things. I think one, there's like kind of a balancing aspect to it of like, you just kind of want someone who has like enough that's like different about them. You know what I mean? That like, and I think this goes back to like compatibility, but I think there's like a like low key desire to like want like a little bit of balance in like who you're going out with. But then also like, I think a lot of mine comes from like, just like how I viewed men in general. And like, I wasn't going to go for a super nice, like, I'll say like, quote unquote, soft guy. You know what I mean? Just because like, I didn't view guys like that. And so like, I wasn't seeking out those types of guys in my life, like even as friends, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I will say though, that the nice guy and like soft guys aren't synonymous. That's okay. That's true. That's true. 
but yeah. Okay. That's interesting. <clears throat> I think what's most fascinating to me about that is that you are very confident and like, <laughs> did you used to not be so confident or were, was it just the fact that confident attracted confidence that doesn't usually happen? Yeah. So I didn't, so I didn't used to actually be confident. I was actually like very insecure, like up until like probably two years ago, but I would act like very overly confident. So I think it was like me overcompensating. I think I saw that in other people and I was like, buddy, buddy, you know what I mean? Oh, I see. Yeah. Like you kind of wanted to be with the people that you wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like that, like feeding off of the confidence, like you could kind of ride on that. You know what I mean? So true. Yes. I do know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. But it's funny. Cause like when you line up, like every single guy I've like either like been in a relationship or with, or like gone on several dates with none of them, only look a like couple me. like that look like, like from that period of my life, but then the rest of them, it's like, what? <laughs> like none yeah. of them look like each other. <laughs> no, no. Which is why it's so hard for me to find someone for you. Okay. And listen, I'm going to get into this later in the episode, but okay. my type has never been like physical. Like there's some guys that I'm just like, off the cuff, I'm like, yeah, like they're like an objectively attractive man. Mm. Like there's some guys where I'm like, I don't like find them attractive off the bat, but like, if they were nice, I would go out with them and like, they kind of become attractive. But again, mm. it's like really more about like personality. Cause I like guys who are like funny. Let's go yeah. back to comedy from the beginning of the episode. Interesting. Okay. So you like the funny guy. I love funny guys. Mm, okay. 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 I know a lot of funny men. I was trying to set me up. I'm like, you have like set me up with some like not great guys. No, I know. And I'm not really quite sure the strategy that I am going to take going forward. So far, it's been like me just meeting a guy. We have a good conversation. I'm like, hey, are you single? <laughs> I'm screaming. Because <laughs> um, a lot of my like close guy friends you've already met. And That's I don't true. think that was like anything there. I'll just talk about this off air. Oh, good, good point. Good point. Um, yeah, yeah. So types. Why do you think we have types? I think it's like, actually, I don't know why we have types. I feel like that just kind of goes down to like human nature of like, and again, I think it's like, it goes back to what you think's like compatible or like what you've built up in your head as like a perfect partner, or like whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They like see that as. But I was actually, do you know, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank of her name, but she runs the Heart of Dating podcast. I think her name's Caitlin, but I honestly could be wrong. Okay. Anyway, she does a ton of posts about like types, dating outside your type, attraction, is attraction really important? Um, and I like, I was like going through all of her like little like info, real thingamajiggers before this episode. And it was like very interesting because she was talking about like the different types of attraction you can have for people. And mm -hmm. I think this actually like goes down to like four different like types that we would have. And I think you can have like one that's like generic, but then I think you like also have like mini subtypes in these categories, but there's yeah. like, and I'll say it like in terms of attraction, but there's like physical attraction, emotional attraction, spiritual attraction, and personality attraction. And I think we each have one that we gravitate more towards for like initial like types. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. Um, 
I also think a lot has to do with like your childhood mm-hmm. and like family dynamic. And then you kind of like seek a partner that is like that or not mm-hmm. like that at all. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I, I wish um you were in like a relationship right now or um getting married just so we could talk about if we had a type previously but we're not with that type that we had because I feel like in some ways the my fiance is similar to like my type but he's not like I would say he's very different than what you've historically gone out with but in a good way yes in the best way in the best way I would say like the biggest difference I had off the bat was and kind of what made like our relationship in the beginning kind of confusing was he like really pursued me and I was like what like Uh it was so weird because I'd been pursuing guys my whole life like trying to get them you know trying to chase the player trying to rope them into a relationship like Mm -hmm. trying to pursue them and then all of a sudden now it wasn't happening. So like for a couple months, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want a relationship and like giving all of this bull crap because my type had become so ingrained in who I was. I was like so confused as to what was going on, um, which I just think is very interesting how sometimes we don't end up with our type. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to like two points on this and I'm probably going to forget the second one by the time I get to it. But One, even though I'm not dating someone or obviously like getting married to someone right now, my like, I'll say like my subtype of type has changed because I used to go for like funny guys, but it was like a very sarcastic, like mean funny where at the end of the day, it's like, you were just being mean to me. You know what I mean? But we both laughed about it. And like, now I go for like nice, funny guys. And I've had to like, be very like intentional about like recognizing that. And I think that came from just like me also just like growing older and like healing like a lot of areas of my life and like noticing that yeah um but that's like a very big distinction that I have to make now is like not going for like mean funny guys but going for like nice funny guys so true yeah there's those like I've had friends like this where like they make fun of you Mm -hmm. and they think it's funny and they laugh and you laugh you're like ah and then it gets to a point where it's like okay is this actually a joke or like you just bullying me and then saying well at the end yeah Mm -hmm. point two I do actually remember it now that I'm here is do you think that you should intentionally date outside of your type oh that is a great question um I mean yeah if your type isn't working for you don't go for your type (laughs) well here's the thing what if it like it's you know what I mean like it's like Let's say your type is six, four brown haired men who are funny, love their parents. Like, I don't know. Okay. But then, you know, a four foot blonde man comes up to you. Like, I'm like, I'm exaggerating these obviously, but like, and asks you out when you're not dating someone, Mm -hmm. should you give this man a chance? Even if he doesn't fit your type, but maybe like historically your type has worked out for you. You know what I mean? They're great guys. Oh, I see. I see. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, like if you're hung up on physical appearance, then no, I mean, yeah, we all have our like physical preferences, which I think as you get older, you kind of, um, I don't know, you don't get as hung up mm -hmm. on physical preferences. Uh, but there is like a attraction between like energies that I don't think, you know, really like you can determine right away. Um, like I never had a strong physical preference for any of the guys that I dated. I have, um, and I'm only bringing this up because like short guys, you know, get all the flack in this department. Yeah. And like, even in the example, like I, I, I feel terrible. I feel terrible about that. Um, cause we love our short Kings, but like I, dated um or I mean not dated I was in love for like eight years with a shorter guy and it wasn't it wasn't our the physical thing mm -hmm. that got in the way we just had the worst kiss <laughs> ever and it was it was just like immediately like we both just knew like yeah like we're not rom like our whole romance was built in our heads and mm -hmm. like it just wasn't it just wasn't what we thought it was going to be but like his physical appearance didn't matter to me at all because I loved the person he was and and that actually made me love his physical appearance hmm. yeah but like, historically that wasn't really my type I don't think I've ever had a physical type I think it's mm -hmm. all personality because yeah. he was also that player mm -hmm. you know but um yeah I think if if you do have a physical type in that instance where it's like historically six foot guys yeah. have worked out for you and all of a sudden a five foot guy comes along um if if you're determining like what works based off of height I think that's a red flag for you mm -hmm. Um, but if it's a personality thing, then don't, but mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just my two cents. I've said this before and I've actually gotten some flack from guys specifically on uh -huh. this, but I'm like, I'll go on like a first date with basically anyone who, cause like, like, they're like courageous enough to ask me like, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? I'll give them a shot because I think like going on a date isn't saying you like necessarily want to marry them. Like it's to see, like get to know them. It's to see if you want to go on another date with them, you know? Exactly. And I said this one time, I was actually at a brunch with you, Emma and two guys. And I said, <laughs> I said that I would like go out with anyone on a first date. And they were like, yeah, cause you're not paying. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, like, sorry, I'm giving guys chances, but yeah. Okay. That's, that's on them then because you're an eligible single woman. And if you, and that also like sets the stage for the course of your relationship. If that first date does go well and he does, you know, pay the bill on the first date, it's an investment. He's investing in your relationship. You've already invested your time. You've already invested your emotions. And I actually, I think about this a lot. This is kind of going down a little bunny trail. I'm here for it. But um, I, think I know where you're going to. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, I just like, yeah, men pay pay the check and all this. 
but women pay so much money in makeup and clothes and doing their hair. And like, guys will be like, oh, you don't need all of that. I say total bull crap, especially in the beginning stages of dating. They, they don't necessarily care what like you're wearing. Mm -hmm. They won't know if you're wearing a you know, an Hermes scarf or like a knockoff, like they don't care about that, but they do care a little bit about the way you look and the Mm -hmm. way you present yourself. And I just, I think that women and men end up paying the same amount of money in the early stages of dating. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm totally a pro man, pick up the, the check. Now I do change a little bit when you're further down the road, Mm -hmm. engaged, obviously married. If you have joint bank accounts, I guess that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, But like, if you're serious, then I think that can definitely be worked out like finances and who's paid for what, but those initial dates, the guy literally has no excuse to not pay for it. And I just, I, if a man, I've never had this happen to me, but I was always prepared. If he did not pick up the check, I would stand up and walk right out. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but also I've been having the same exact conversation with so many people recently where they're like, like, no, like guys can pay for the dates because I'm like getting ready. I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting my hair done. Blah, blah, blah. Hundreds of dollars yeah. in nails and clothes and makeup. It's insane. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I've had that conversation several times. And so I was like, I know exactly where you're going right now. Yeah. Um, infuriating thing for a man to say, you don't need that. It's like, yes, I don't need it, but you don't understand. I literally got you to this point mm-hmm. looking the way I do. Yeah. Um, and obviously right when you get to know them and like stay mm-hmm. and that kind of, you know, well, I also think this goes to like, to like show that like in the beginning stage of a relationship, like you want the other person to be like trying, you know what I mean? Yes. Like it like means like if he came in like basketball shorts and a ripped up t-shirt, I would be like, excuse me. Like, yes. It's like, like a like level of like, I don't even know what it is. Like not even understanding, but like, Yes, yeah. like we, you both want each other to like look nice or like be like you want to be here and you like want to present yourself well, you know? True. It's a mutual investment. Mm-hmm. And like, I would just say to the guys, why would you want a woman to pay for the meal? That literally said, she does not need you. She does mm-hmm. not need you. I mean, the only thing she would need you for is a sounding board and <laughs> I mean, I would even say she doesn't really even need you for sex because if it's not marriage and and procreation, there's other ways she does not need Mm -hmm. a man. So I'm just, I'm, that kills me when I hear stories of men going like, do you want to split it or Mm -hmm. waiting for her to pay? Oh my word. I, I get so infuriated. (laughs) So anyway, back to types. Um, <laughs> I just feel bad. I feel bad for everyone involved. I'm like, what's going on, you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways, types. Um, we all have them. And yeah, 
it's it's fascinating to see everyone's type here's the thing i think the real discussion around like types comes into play when it's like you know how like all the christian singles are like there's no good christian people out there like you know what i mean and it's like okay like what's your like type like are you ex willing to like go outside of like your stereotypical like i'll say like attractiveness like initially you know yeah and this is where i think having like a non-negotiable like list of values is important and like non-negotiable is not necessarily like preference but it's like what are some things that you're like this is actually something like i will not like waver from and like for me like that would be like him being christian and like being active in his faith and being able to see that in his life you know what i mean where it's right. like not like oh like it's a non-negotiable that he's tall it's like no you know what i mean like it's not important but like what are like the values that are non-negotiable to you and then like if a guy comes up to you and it's like yo i want to go on he's a four foot blonde dude you know what i mean like mm -hmm. if you like get a sense that they have similar values would you go on one date you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um so our preferences like the same as non-negotiables no. or like personalities well i don't know what personalities in there well i get okay well i i guess just from what you were saying like um yeah, I guess being a Christian would be a preference, mm -hmm. but it would also be a non-negotiable. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's like certain things that like, obviously like you have preferences on people, but like that can like change once you get to know someone and like, you're like, oh, like you're not like my normal preference, but like I've gotten to know you and I actually like you besides the point, but there's certain okay. things that like, you're not willing to negotiate on in dating, you know what I mean? Or like mm -hmm. in a relationship and like, again, like just like as an example, it would be like a being Christian or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I think that preferences become more niche too as you get older and more more detailed. True. Mm -hmm. Well, I uh, also think you have more life that you have to have someone else fit into at that point, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's bad though, like thinking, like looking for people to fit into your life well not like necessarily fitting into but like when two lives come together there's a certain level of like meshing that happens you know what i mean yes and like i'm not saying like you have to like fit them in but like you have a lot more life and like a lot more like things going on that like you're fitting another person into you know like mm -hmm. meshing mm -hmm. and i think that's why like preferences become a little bit more niche at that point yeah yeah i wish i could go back into my 16 year old brain sometimes and just like just see the world from that perspective and see how different it was because like now i go back and i'm like what like what was my type did i even have awareness of of my types because I also think that you don't really have awareness of it until you've gone through so many. That's fair. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I think it depends on how much you've dated or like interact with men in general. That's so true. I love, um, you know, couples who like they grew up together. They were like high school sweethearts. Like they were the only people they ever dated. Uh, I'm screwed if I did that. <laughs>
Well, <clears throat> I didn't really start dating until like college. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that was never in the cards for me. Um, but yeah, they, I guess they, they only have one, one type. And I just think that's so sweet. Yeah. I think I'm going to bring this to Enneagrams because why not? Um, I'm an Enneagram seven. And if anyone knows what that means, I don't think I would do well having only dated one person my entire life. Like I'm glad that I have dated multiple people. Yes. Unless you, you dated one person who is so busy, spontaneous, um, booked and, and just <laughs> not all over the place, but very stimulating, then I don't think you would have needed a lot of people. Well, here's, it's not even that it's like the feeling of like being like trapped, you know what I mean? And like, I think if I had only dated one person for like forever, I would be like, but what, like, am I missing? You know what I mean? And so I'm glad I like dated a ton of people. Cause I'm like, okay, I've seen things. Like I kind of like know like what I want and what I need in a person now. Whereas like, I don't think that would have played out well if I just dated someone so on. Not that that can't work, but like I've grown a lot as a human being in the last couple of years. Yeah. I guess this is the things like when you know, you know. Yeah. And that's true. You know, mm -hmm. you just keep, keep looking for fish in the sea. Yeah. And try not to, you know, get, get caught up in the circle of life. Yeah. Eaten. <laughs> just keep looking and, you know, oh, man. stay alive. But, yeah. Um, my Enneagram, I don't know if that speaks to any of the guys I've dated. You're a four, right? I'm a three. Oh. The achiever. Oh, yes. Must be liked by everyone. Mm -hmm. Actually, must be loved by everyone. Like isn't good enough for me. Cause again, I'm maybe that's the challenge part of it. Yes. No, it literally is. I didn't understand why I still don't understand why like one particular man in my life just did not just did not love me <laughs> and I tried so hard sometimes I wish everyone listening to the podcast could like know what we know about each other you know so that they could get the insight or maybe not, maybe it's best. Well, I mean, knows. it is, but like, sometimes we laugh and it's like, we know what the other person's talking about. That's true. Yeah. I feel bad for everyone. They're like, we're listening to an inside joke that we don't know of, but basically we all have crazy dating pasts and yeah, our personalities affect who we date, who we are attracted to our preferences and that's okay. Challenge yourself to date beyond your preferences and outside of your stereotypical personalities you're attracted to. Um, of course, if that's working for you, then just keep trucking along. But um, sometimes the things you need are not always the things you think you need mm -hmm. um, or want. Uh, and um, God willing, the right people will be put in your path yeah. for you to meet and get to have a relationship with. Yeah. So with that, I think we are going to end this little episode. 
Um, we are so thankful for all of you guys listening and tuning in. As always, please um, comment and send us a DM or an email at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. Um, or you can reach us on Instagram at theholyship.podcast. And we would love to hear from you all. Until next time. Bye.